Welcome to Whispered Mind, the empath and the narcissist podcast. I'm your host, Hadil, and today's topic is, are you unintentionally gaslighting yourself? Gaslighting is a form of manipulation and a form of emotional and psychological abuse. It's often used intentionally by the narcissist and sometimes unintentionally, but it's done out of habit or from being conditioned to be this way. Gaslighting is one of the key traits in a narcissistic relationship dynamic. The narcissist behaves and acts in a way that leads you, the victim, to doubt your reality. You question yourself, you question your thoughts, you question your memory of specific events or situations. You question certain people as a result of the gaslighting, so you live in a perpetual state of doubt and confusion. I believe the term gaslighting comes from a 1938 British stage play called Gaslight, which was then turned into a film called also Gaslight in 1940, according to Google, thanks Google and Wikipedia. Anyway, in the film, a manipulative and deceitful husband drives his wife to near insanity He does this by repeatedly dimming the gas lights in the house. The wife asks the husband if he noticed the dimming of the lights every time it happens and he denies it. Ultimately, his intention is to have her committed to a mental institution and it turns out in the end that he was a murderer and he clearly had an agenda for doing what he did. Spoiler alert. Narcissists have an agenda, which is why they gaslight you. Their agenda is to assert their dominance, maintain a position of power and control to gain fuel and other benefits. So I'm going to talk about some of the ways gaslighting occurs in your relationship. So number one is invalidating or belittling. So the narcissist has very little regard for how their gaslighting makes you feel, even though you don't call it that. You'll be giving more specific example or situations that happened between you two or conversations that happened. If you try to convey to them how you feel, they are likely to belittle or invalidate your feelings. So they may say something like, you're always overly sensitive. Or you always make a big deal out of everything. Um, number two is dismissive, ignoring, silent treatment, mocking. So the narcissist may ignore or dismiss you or give you the silent treatment. They may use a sarcastic or a mocking tone of voice or make an insensitive, hurtful joke to make you feel even worse. Number three, denying or lying. So the narcissist may say to you that never happened, may even go as far as accusing you of lying about what you're saying. Number four, deflecting or shifting blame. So he or she may even say, well, you did so and so to me, or you said so and so to me. 
In doing so, they're turning the tables in order to evade accountability and shift the blame onto you. Again, this deflection is a form of gaslighting and it leads you to feeling even more frustrated, hurt, angry, confused and stuck. You don't know how to get through to them. They're being so unreasonable and frankly childish and immature. There seems to be no understanding, empathy or compassion on their side. The best response to their gaslighting is to not engage with a narcissist because you will go nowhere. However, in order to protect your sanity, I would highly recommend you keep records and document certain conversations that you can go back to in order to help alleviate your own doubts and confusion. Now, it's important to know that when you've been subjected to gaslighting and really poor treatment day in, day in, day out, for a number of months or even years, the gaslighting starts to really chip away at your confidence and your level of self-worth is pretty low at this point. As I mentioned earlier, you feel confused quite a bit and often doubt your reality and question your thoughts, decisions or feelings. And this can lead you to get into the habit of constantly gaslighting yourself. So this can manifest into you becoming extremely self-critical of the things you say, the things you do, the way you look, the way you are around other people. Maybe your anxiety has become so bad Understandably, considering considering that you're stuck in a very unhappy situation with an emotionally abusive person. And when you find yourself in situations where your anxiety feels overwhelming and unmanageable, then you start to blame yourself for being so weak or being such a failure or any other thoughts that may come into your head into your head. Every time you use disempowering language against yourself, that is a form of gaslighting. When you feel strong emotions such as anger, pain, frustration and so on and so forth, you might consciously or unconsciously suppress those emotions and avoid having to deal with your feelings by keeping yourself busy with work or chores. Suppressing your emotions rather than acknowledging them is a form of gaslighting. You may think that you're trying to avoid having to deal with the pain by avoiding dealing with your pain and it keeps you in a state of pain and that will manifest in other ways. For example, you become more impatient, you lose your temper at other people, you make cutting remarks, you say things in the moment that you regret afterwards. And, and other things as well may happen. So all that happens because you haven't given yourself the chance to process your emotions in a healthy way and deal with them accordingly. When you accept the blame that has been deflected onto you, for example, the narcissist may say to you, it's, it's your fault, we're always fighting because you're always losing your temper and now it's affecting the kids. So this launches you into feeling overwhelmingly guilty and ashamed. 
You may agree that you're always losing your temper. You may agree that you've become overly sensitive lately. And now you're convinced that it's definitely your fault. He or she was right in saying that it's your fault. Now you're feeling really weighed down because you're taking on the blame and feel even more confused because you think to yourself, the reason I'm always sensitive and always losing my temper is because I'm frustrated and hurt that I don't feel valued or heard by by him or her, the narcissist. And whenever I try to bring it up, the conversation takes a different form and I end up feeling even more confused and full of doubt and we're going nowhere with these conversations and that's incredibly frustrating. I feel like we're always going round in circles. So how can you stop gaslighting yourself? So these are some of my recommendations. Number one, keep a journal or diary of conversations with the narcissist what he or she said or did, and what you said or did during uh, those conversations. This is for reference, to remind you of what was said or done to help alleviate any doubts you may be having and support to support your version of events or situations. Number two, acknowledge your emotions and process them in a healthy way. Remember that you're allowed to feel angry, hurt, low and any other negative emotion that you may be feeling. Negative emotions are as valid as positive emotions. Remember that if you're feeling certain emotions, there's a reason to why you're feeling that way. So try to dive deep and understand where your emotions are coming from. What caused you to feel this way? What are the triggers? Try to keep track of your reactions to things and the triggers that you believe to have caused these reactions. Number three, pay attention to the language that you use when you talk to yourself replace disempowering language with positive empowering language for example replace something like i'm not special with i have my own unique gifts and talents and i love myself for what makes me different and authentic that's just a random example number four Find evidence to support what you believe about yourself. For example, if your belief is that you are a kind and empathic person, find evidence to support that from your interaction with certain people. Maybe someone at work needed your help and when you helped them, they were incredibly grateful and told you what a great person you are. Find evidence to support positive beliefs about yourself, no matter how small, and allow the positive beliefs about yourself to dominate over any negative beliefs you may have about yourself. Number five, find ways to build your confidence. Establish positive daily habits that help build you up. And surround yourself with people that help build you up. Try to avoid toxic people as much as you can or people that drain you of energy. 
If you have to be around the narcissist, who is someone that really depletes your energy, then keep doing the things that help counteract that, that help build you up. And try to stay out of the narcissist's way as much as you can. If that's not possible, then it it is a mental challenge for you. You want to try to distance yourself mentally to minimize the impact that they have on you. Number six, when you have conversations with a narcissist that leads to him or her to gaslight you, make demeaning remarks, mocking you or anything to that effect, you want to go gray rock in this instance, meaning you want to avoid reacting and not allow it to affect you because they're saying what they're saying to you to put you down and gain the upper hand. So you don't have to give them the satisfaction. Remind yourself of their intention behind their comments and use that to help you manage inwardly reacting to what was said. Number seven, practice positive affirmations daily. Use anything that strongly resonates with you. For example, I am loving and loved. I am worthy of having good things. I deserve to be happy. I am a good person and treat people well. I am empathic. And so on and so forth. Number eight, work on becoming more mindful of your thoughts, emotions, triggers, the language you use, and most importantly, the impact all of that has on you. The more self-aware you become, the better you can become at managing your emotions and dealing with the challenges of being in a relationship with a narcissist. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has given you some value and has inspired you in some way. I would love to know what resonated most with you. For feedback and support, you can reach out to me through my socials, which you'll find in the description box. You are welcome to join my private Facebook community, Remarkable You. This community is there to support, uplift and empower women like you to live their best lives. If you would like to connect with me, you may email me at inquire at whisperedmind.com or DM me through Instagram or Facebook. I would love for you to tune in every week as I upload an episode every Friday. I would love for you to subscribe, rate, download or share the episode in order to reach more people who may benefit from hearing my message. In the next episode, I talk about bulletproof yourself against the toxic narcissist. I look forward to connecting with you then. Wishing you love and peace, my friend.